Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, let's also give you today's Twitter poll question of the day. Brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, the all-new 2024 Chevy Trax. It's arriving daily at Armin Chevrolet. It starts at only 21495 Together, let's drive. Visit arminchevy.com. First poll question. Do you think John Middleton will give Bryce Harper a contract extension in the next few years? few years, you know, I think we're thinking in terms of the next two or three. I think he's going to get a new deal this year. But do you think he will in the next few years? Yes or no? Remember, eight years left on the contract. Second poll question, should the NBA, after that just disastrous All-Star game yesterday, should the NBA stop playing the game? Yes or no? Should the NBA just eliminate the All-Star game? If you missed it yesterday, the final score Sunday, the final score was 211 to 186. By the way, something Adam Silver said after the game about it. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's go to Tom in Dover right now. Good morning, Tom. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, congratulations on your one-year anniversary. Thank you, sir. Thanks, that, 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 that went kind of fast, too, man, because I remember when y'all was – I'm changing over. I was like, darn, man, you know, the tennis – the 10-2 slot was great for me. I said, I ain't going to get a chance to call in and argue with Joe, but I've been, I've been getting through every now and then, so that's good. That's awesome, well, Tom. Well, let, well let, me, let me say this. Let me say this, Joe. You know, when I call in, it says Tom from Dover, but I'm from Philadelphia, born and raised. I moved to Dover in 06. But I don't understand these people from Philadelphia calling in, man, talking about getting Bryce Harper money, man. Bryce <laughs> Harper don't got another dollar coming to him until we win a World Series, man. He got, I mean, I don't even know what he's got. He's audacity to even ask for more money, man. That, 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 I mean, yes, he's been a great player. If you hear, if you listen to me, I'm not cut from Mount Airy. I'm town from Dover. Listen, you've been a great player. You've done a lot, man. You got Trey Turner here and everything. But, man, listen, your bat was dead two in the two Arizona games, you know. So, come on, man. You know, we, we need to sign Willow right now. That's what we need to do, man. You'll get yours mm-hmm. when you get when it's just For what it's worth, Tom, they can do both. I mean, I hear the Wheeler argument, but I, I don't think one really has as much to do with the other listen, or something. Listen, man, listen, man, the guy still has plenty of money left on his contract. Sure yeah. does. We shouldn't, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. I agree with you. He used a great word, audacious. It is audacious right, yeah, to do this. Man. It really is. It, it really is. I mean, I don't know, I don't know where these guys get this, get this from, man. Now, Hassan Reddick, yeah. that's something totally different. You know, you signed a three-year, $45 million contract, and I do believe he outplayed the contract. I do, you know. So if they can sit down and get something done, that would be appreciated. But the same goes for him too, man. If you sit out, you're costing yourself money. You know what I mean? Play your last year out and and see where we can go from here. But I'm not with that – them guys asking for another contract, uh, Joe. Really, I'm not, man. I, I don't like Well, that, it, it bugs me, you too. Know? Tom, give me a big-time yeah. answer. Who or what's a farce? In dishonor of the ridiculous All-Star game, what else is a farce? Hey, hey you know, the guy that called in with the uh, Aikman thing, man, that was what I was going to say. He stole that from me. So I'm going to say if the guys that pick the commentators for the games is a farce, man, because these, some of these guys that commentate these NFL games, man, are terrible, man. Real, so. Give me someone uh, you want to put on blast. You want to put that whole NBC uh, NFL crew? I put that on. They yes, stink. Yes, man. Yeah, man. Aikman on there talking about how somebody needs to play in the big game. When he ever played in the big no, game? You're, 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 you mean Romo. Romo. You mean Romo. You mean Romo. Yeah. You mean Romo. Aikman's yeah. been in a few of those. Yeah, yeah. Aikman won, uh, I think, let's <laughs> like see, one, three, two, three. three Super Bowls, including beating the Eagles twice in the playoffs, 92 and 95. No, Aikman was legit. Uh, yeah, some of the football commentators are annoying. Um, I, you know, I got to tell you, someone I find highly annoying, I think he's a terrible commissioner, is Adam Silver. But 
the NBA does keep making money on his watch, but he irritates me on a lot of fronts. But the other day, on Sunday after the game, I got to give Adam Silver an attaboy because that farce of an NBA All-Star game, which ended 211 and 186, final score, and was just a disaster, was properly summed up by Adam Silver in the midst of his, hey, guys, here's your trophy for winning the game. He's got one word in here that says a lot about what he thought about the lack of effort from the star players in the NBA. Listen to the way he presented the trophy to the guys the other day. And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. Giannis, to your team, this trophy is yours. I love it. Well, that was awesome, dude. And not much crowd response. Not much cheers. You know, so you get the commissioner Ooh. giving them a well, and you've got the, the well, the, and they you scored the most points. Like just he didn't even say congrats on winning. He's like, no. you guys got the most points. Man, just so intentionally. I appreciate tepid. it. Yeah, I really do. But still, it's it's subdued. You know, like oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know, summed it up the best because there's a lot of ways. There's a lot said on social media. There was a lot, you know, people calling it a WIP. We're talking about it today. Of everything I've seen and everything I've heard, nobody summed it up better than ESPN Scott Van Pelt. This was his tweet the other day. It's one, two, three. It's about ten words, and this just nails it. Here's what he wrote. It's really simple. If you don't care, neither do we. Simple as that. I mean, John, that game was a complete debacle. A complete debacle it sure, and a yeah. disgrace that that was what – and I didn't watch it. I want to be very clear to everyone listening. I I did not – I mean, I made a point to not watch – I don't want to say I made a point. It's not I made a point to not watch it. I didn't make a point to watch it. Let's put it that way. It, and, and I know this. Next year, I'll be even less inclined to watch it because it's just a joke. It's just it's – just, it's not It's not basketball. It's not the way – I don't know how it, to find the competitive – no, it's not basketball when they don't play defense. No. They played offense – and then they also messed around and took, like, you know, three-quarter court yeah. shots and things like that. And that was, you know, frivolous, but it was supposed to be fun. Right. It it went too far with the just zero defense, uh, that, that concept. Kind of makes me a little sad also. On one hand, it, it, it angers me, but on another hand, it makes me sad because this is one of the unique opportunities to actually see the best players really go up against each other, well, and, we, they chose, and they chose not to. And it's and I, I like this back in the day. when they actually do, yeah. when they actually compete and fight and, 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 and try to win this thing. You know, the, the in-season tournament, yep. what made LeBron – Try. What made LeBron and the Pacers try? Like, I, I don't know exactly. Well, those games mattered more than the All-Star game. At least they count towards record. Right. Okay, you know? But, it, but, it but I don't like know. There that were other... a lot of teams it didn't matter to. Oh, it's you true. Know? Probably. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. So, so there's, the answer has to be somewhere in there. Like, maybe LeBron. He's quite the figurehead for the NBA. How on earth did you motivate your guys? How you know, like, what what can we do here? It was there also has only to four. Be some the in season tournament was also only like four or five games. That's the other thing, though. Like, it's they not, did get it's, a pretty big money incentive. Well, they did, but yeah. I don't want that as a like. The last thing I want is is NBA players to make thirty, forty, fifty, sixty million dollars a year yeah. to be like the the, the commissioner be like, all right, guys, you, you get an extra million dollars to win the All Star game. Like, I can't stomach that as a fan. Get that nonsense out of my well, face. Well, they're giving them an extra 100000 right now if they win the All-Star game, and that seems like it does yeah, but, not work. But that's also chump change in their world. It, it is. Yeah. I, I, that's the problem. Like, any, problem. any amount would be chump change. It right. doesn't seem like money is the answer because right. you can never pay them enough. Let's get to Darren in South Philly. Darren, a lot of topics here today, my man. What do you make all of it? So I have a question, dude. Does this mean that since you want the 20-year sentence in the state WIP, you've given up your presidential bid? Good question. Well, so I hadn't thought of that. Uh, uh-huh. it, it was a get him get him the contract so that way he can't run. I mean, it's done. Well, You're no longer going to be president. But, but, Darren, I would do what Bryce Harper should have done and didn't do. I would have an opt-out clause. So, so take, 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 take that, tough guy. Score one for There you go. There you go. I'll take you know an opt-out crazy, after. Though, huh? You know what's crazy, though? The other day I was uh, watching the political news, and I'm like, you know what? I'll vote for Judah Kramer over the two candidates we have. So Thank congratulations, you. Joe. You Thank have you. my vote. Thank you. That's one. That's one. But um, I like the last caller's point, and I'll do it. You, Bryce gets his extension when we win a World Series. You give us a parade down Broad Street, Bryce, uh, Bryce you can get your extension. I was I was for it, and then listening to uh, the dude hit the nail on the head. He hasn't won anything. Yes, he brought a Trey Turner. 
Yes, he's bringing stars. Yes, I do feel like he's underpaid. But, no, you haven't won anything. And I'm a big component on when you win, you get paid. So, Bryce, you want that money? When is the contract? When is the World Series? Well, it's one way to look at it. I mean, look, he'd still be seven years away if it happened in October, and I still wouldn't want to do it. I'll, I'll just say that. I, mean, I get that, but he's still like I, I do feel the type feel of player that can a lot better about doing it. Yeah, like I, I can stomach it better <laughs> oh, yeah. if, he, if, if we're if we're on Broad Street, you know, celebrating yeah. a World Series win. You know what I'm saying? Like I can get that. You know, totally. So that's that's where I'm at with it. But uh, you know, Chris Collinsworth is the biggest farce on planet Earth, in my opinion, as an announcer. And uh, Joe, I'll see you at opening day. All right, buddy. Maybe in spring training. All right, Darren, you got it, man. Appreciate the phone call right there. Let's get to Mike in Douglasville. Mike, what's going on, pal? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing well, Mike. So this is a part of sports that I absolutely freaking hate. I mean, for a guy like Hassan Raddick, I mean, I think I speak for most people, almost probably every single person listening. Like, I'm 32 years old. My boss could come up to me today and say, listen, I'll sign you to a contract that if you work to me, Work for me until you're 70. I will pay you a total of $45 million throughout it, and I would sign it without missing a, a, a second. And, $45 and million? 45. What kind of job do you have? $45 no, I'm, million? No, I'm, no, what I'm saying is Hassan Reddick signed a three-year oh, $45 okay. million dollar deal. Gotcha. My boss could have me signed up for the next 35 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would gladly accept it, and I wouldn't ever bat an eye, and I don't care if you signed the guy up behind me for $60 million. I wouldn't care. I'd be sitting pretty. This, this bothers the hell out of me. Bryce Harper's grandkids can have the abil- – great-grandkids are going to have the ability to have spoons polished for them. So this idea that these guys need more and more and more and more – like Bryce Harper, dude, I love you, bro. You are a fantastic baseball player. You're getting paid $330 million to play a game that my 12-year-old loves. Like, stop. Come on. What is this crap? You play for another eight years, and you don't have anything else to worry about in your entire life, let alone your great-grandkids or however far along you want to go down. So this nonsense that this guy needs another contract is just absolutely not. Uh, if he comes up to me and if I'm, um, you know – John Middleton or whatever, and he's saying I need more money. I'm laughing in his face. At Is this it going to, Mike? Let me ask you this question because I agree with you. It sounds like, based on Middleton's quote, there's a good chance they will give him a new deal here at some point, sooner than later. Will it bother you as a, as a person, like not just as a fan, just as a as a citizen of our country? Like, will it bother you if someone with 196 million dollars on his deal gets more money, you know, in the next year? Absolutely. I'm honestly, I have this conversation with so many people that. The amount of money, and I mean, this is a deep topic that I'm not going to dive too far into, mm-hmm. but the amount of money that these guys make just to play a game when you got military making crap, it, it bothers the absolute crap out of me. And I mean, these guys do all these charity works and everything like that, and they give back and everything like that, but you give back what? A million dollars, and while you're still sitting on another 35, like, what are we doing here, guys? Come on. All right, Mike, it, it, Mike just, give me a big it, answer. Who or what is a farce? You can win the Creed tickets. Oh, my gosh. You know, Seltzer had asked me, and I put absolutely zero thought to it. I'm going <laughs> to – I can't even come up with even, like, a joke answer at the moment. <laughs> no problem. All right, Mike, good call, man. 215-592-9494. You know, if I had something said this weekend by a Philly that did pump me up, really pump me up. We'll get to that. Plus, what Bryce said about, you know, the move to first base and how that went down. We'll get to that audio and more. Spike Eskin on the NBA All-Star Game on the second half of the 76ers on Bryce Harper and everything else going on. We'll talk to Spike at 830, your phone calls as well, 215-592-9494. Hey, you can bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account. You'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay does not win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same-game parlay is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. And uh, so many different ways to win. And, of course, all of it there with the very best opportunity at FanDuel.com slash hammer. That's the website, FanDuel.com slash hammer. You can also bet the second. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, a pleasant... Good morning to you. Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. Hope you had a wonderful uh, Honor Me in the Future Day, known as President's Day. Does that work, John? It's kind of clunky. No, that does not. That Honors Joe in the Future Day. No. What, well, that's, a, that's such a farce itself. <laughs> yes, it is. What a pretend concept. You got to admit, Saucer, I had a good answer when Darren said, if I do get a 30 year deal with WIP, yeah, you're all I over it. Opt out. You opt out. Simple as that. You opt out of your deal. Look, Bryce Harper opted to not have an opt out. That was his choice. And I'm sure it was against the advice of Scott Boris, but that, that was that was his choice. Where do you stand on the Bryce Harper thing? To pay him or to not pay him more money? Again, the, the particulars, he's owed eight years, $196 million. This is all part of what was initially a three-year, $330 million deal. Uh, he no longer is the highest-paid player um this like this season for the Phils, two different Phillies will make more money than him this year. Uh, Aaron Nola is one of them, and Trey Turner is the other. Zach Wheeler might. Well, it won't be this year, but in the future, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, do you do you feel some? I don't know, sympathy, empathy, sympathy for for Price on that front. My God, sympathy and empathy. How yeah, I feel poor empathy. guy. Empathy. You know, when I'm able empathy. to step out of myself and put myself in his shoes, yeah. then I can really see it. Yeah. James, are you surprised? James, are you su- experienced this? Before. No, I know. James, are you surprised by most callers? Not all, but most callers today saying, "Pay him more money." Surprise is not a strong enough word. Like I'm like Stunned. shocked, stunned. Like I'm almost speechless. I, I can't be, but I'm almost speechless. All right, that plus the Eagles, the Flyers with the outdoor game over the weekend, the NBA ridiculous All Star game, all of this and more on the line, including your chance to win. Uh, Cree tickets. We need what, like the NBA All-Star game, who or what is a farce. We'll get to some more breast audio, including his move to first base. Spike, Spike Eskin joins us in about 10 minutes. Hassan and Gladwin right now. Good morning, Hassan. Good morning, gentlemen. I did want to talk about Hurts, but I do want to say something about Bryce real fast. It's, it's crazy, right? I think it'll, it'll be a bad idea because it'll start like a trickle effect with all these players getting the big contracts. I think he'll be the trendsetter for going in negotiating big contracts for stability but then going back in and trying to get more money, you know, and I think it'd be a bad thing. Ba- baseball doesn't have a cap, so that's kind of the okay part about it. But and I love Bryce, and I want him here to retire, and I think he'd probably be front out office after that. But I think it's a bad idea. I, I think it'll start, it'll start something bad. Well, you know, and I'll tell you this, Hassan. So the T.O. thing, um, very controversial, 20, you know, two decades ago. But, but one of right. the arguments, and I certainly made this point back then, against giving T.O. more money is, well, what's to prevent Brian Westbrook from going in there and saying, I want more money? And then John Runyon does, and then Trey Thomas does, and then Donovan McNabb does, and then Brian Dawkins does, and then on down the line you go. So I agree. I mean, an organization does have to guard against opening up Pandora's box. And if they were to give Bryce more money with eight years left on the deal, (laughs) it would set a really bad precedent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now, in regards to Hurts, um, if I'm Tanner McKee, I'm I'm working out with Andrew Luck right now. I'm working out with any Stanford, you know, quarterback that was good, and I'm trying to take his spot because at the end of the day, I think you know we we do have that curse of paying quarterbacks, and I'm I'm hoping like Hurts, I, I like him, but I mean, I I think I think I think he hit his cap, his ceiling, and I think it's going he's going backwards. Uh, my my personal opinion, I don't want it to be true. But I love her. It's way but too. I, I don't know. No, I, I'm not worried like you are, Hassan, until I see more of the same sort of flailing uh, th- this season. I think Jalen's going to be a lot better. I think Jalen, if you take this season 
and remove the giveaways, you know, remove the fumbles, remove the the interceptions. I, I think those are things that you can work on and fix in some cases. Man, if if you improve that part, the season doesn't look quite as terrible. Some of those games, the outcome might be different. Hassan, here's the thing I think is going to be the biggest tell. Um, when the Eagles ask Hurts to do more stylistically next year, does he have it in his bag to do it or not? If he if he if he has it in his bag to do it and do it effectively, then you're fine. If he doesn't, then you got a major problem. And and, and, and I think we will find that out with the new coordinator and parts of a new offense. I think we will find out. Hassan, give Absolutely. me a big give me a big answer. Who or what is a farce? I somebody took mine, but I'll go with the Dallas Cowgirls. Okay. Has already been said, so you won't win, but fair enough. All right, let's get to uh, here, here's some audio that pumped me up over the weekend. So obviously uh John Clark does a wonderful job, NBC Sports Philadelphia, and he had a great report on the John Middleton speech. You know, the Phillies got together over the last couple of days with the full squad showing up. Had been pitchers and catchers last week, then the full squad, so you get all the dudes. And John Middleton addressed the squad. John Clark talked in his report on NBC Sports Philadelphia about John Middleton's address to the team. Let's listen first to what John Clark said, then we'll get to what JT said about it. Here's John Clark on TV. I'm told that Phil's owner, John Middleton, gave a very passionate speech, and his message was the same that he told Ryan Howard 15 years ago, bring that bleeping trophy back. John Middleton told the Phillies, not one World Series. He wants to win multiple World Series. Now, that pumps me up. I will say this. After they had the trophy, they never did get it back with Ryan Howard, Jimmy Rollins, Chase Utley, etc. They tried, and they came close a couple times, but they never did get it back. But I like the mindset from the owner. I certainly appreciate his willingness to spend a lot of money. Here's JT. Of course, JT was in the room, needless to say, when John Middleton addressed the squad. Here's JT Real Muto as he was talking to John Clark uh, about that address from Middleton, and this even pumped me up more. I caught up with JT Real Muto after the meeting. He was fired up about what John Middleton told the Phillies. It was basically go get go get the trophy back. Uh, John gave a pretty heartfelt, pretty emotional speech that uh, you know brought up the the championship years, but also the years that they just missed and um, some conversations that he had with players back then. And he just kind of reiterated what he said to them and um, it was pretty passionate and pretty inspiring it's pretty much like hey we're we're putting together a team for the last couple of years to get it done it's time basically yeah and, and also it's time for the long haul it's not just it's not just this year like he's wanting to build a, a dynasty and a team that can win for a long time and, and and we believe that's what he's done so now it's on us to go out there and finish it all right so that stuff john that i like wow. a lot that i like a lot <laughs> oh yeah so here's my ledger from the weekend nba all-star game on the floor Flyers lose an outdoor game, not on the floor, but a bummer. I've got uh, the Wit the uh, Merrifield signing. That's pretty solid. I got John Middleton giving a speech talking about let's go win multiple. I like that. I got an, I got I got a Mac McClung who's you know not like an NBA player, like an NBA player in the NBA All Star game. That's that's near the ground, and then the NBA All Star game in itself the completely dunk contest. Well, that's what I that's what I meant. The dunk contest. What a joke. And he what a had joke. an incredible dunk. I don't the give a damn. Clutcher. He's not a, he's not an NBA player. And then the All Star game he was, is an was NBA the worst of the player. worst. Oh, oh, and Bryce Harper wants uh, more money, even though he's got 196 million dollars more still coming in. That's my that's my summation of the weekend. And I saw John Dorenboss over the weekend, and that guy is a stud of a human being. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Seeing John Dorenboss do his thing on stage, that guy's awesome. All right. Oh, and I shot hoops with him, John. Briefly, briefly shot hoops with him because there was like a green. Why? I, that's yeah. It, it was bizarre. Like, I don't know. It was in the room where there was a basket. It was at Immaculata, and there was a basket. And so, like, right, let me let me shoot some hoops. Getting oh. ready, John, in case we do the free throw thing again. And you know, if I do this time, Damn we'll absolutely win. We'll dominate big five people. Whatever, over eighty percent. I'll win a bet. I won't. Did have you to- beat Doran Boss? Yeah, well, uh, we we weren't competing. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I like convenient. Him. I, I like him too much to beat him. I don't oh, want to. Oh, okay. I don't want to beat the guy. Why would John Dorenboss be good at free throws? Like he's maybe maybe he's not. not. Maybe I, he's I don't not. know many pro <laughs> football players that are great free throw shooters. All right, your reaction on all this stuff, most especially we've been talking today about the um, the request. Let's call it a request. I don't think it would be called a demand, but the request by Bryce Harper. In the midst of a three a thirteen year three hundred and thirty million dollar deal, the request with eight years and one hundred and ninety six million left 
for, you know, more money because he wants to, as he say, play into his 40s. As if he can't play into his 40s if he's healthy at 39. Oh, no, nobody will sign him. 39 years old, he'll be healthy. Eh, nobody will sign him. All right, let's talk to our next guest, Mr. Spike Eskin. Good morning, Spike. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Just fine, my man. Spike, you ever uh, think you'd see the day dude's got eight years, $196 million left, and wants more money? Or no, no, no. Goes, goes public with his desire for more money. That was my whole problem as to why I was leaving here. I asked, I have eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for an extension. They just wouldn't give me one. So, so that's why I'm ending up back down there. So I understand where Bryce is coming from completely. All right, so wait, let, let me ask you this question. So we've had a lot of callers today, and it's been split over the last hour whether to pay him more, but in the first hour and a half, it was tremendous more pay him. So you've run an organization, you know, essentially a couple. I mean, you, you had to answer to bosses, but, you know, you know what it's like to run something. Would it be – Good business for the Phillies to just tack on two years and $70 million and have a happy Bryce and just say, let's go get the future that way, or is that just dumb? I think ultimately they're going to have to. You know, I, I, this is this sort of like the cost of doing business, especially because his agent is it, – it's like a really dangerous thing because his agent is so powerful and represents so many other people. On one hand, you <laughs> – you want to have a good working relationship with them. On the other hand, you don't want to set precedent as to how you will operate yeah. in the future. I do think that Harper, and I think he is even the most optimistic person, probably wasn't expecting Harper to be such a uh, have such a cultural impact on the team um, and be such a, a leader in the way that he is. And I, I find it hard to believe that he would come in and be a problem yeah. if they didn't give it to him. All that said, he is so important from from that perspective. I think the idea of paying him two more years in the future is is like is is probably not that big a deal. I I think you have to have the conversation though. You have to look Scott Boris in the eye and say I I don't want to hear about this again. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, right, I, like right. I I don't want to hear from you in two years that we need another two years. Yeah. We're making mm -hmm. it right. You're playing up below your market value. We get it. You've meant a lot to the franchise. Here's the gift. I don't want to hear about that. You want to play until you're 48. You know. <laughs> I agree with you on that. All right, Spike, lot, a lot to hop around to here. Let's get to the NBA. Uh, after that ridiculous All-Star game, which I certainly chose not to watch, and I'm glad I didn't, uh, what is your reaction to what was a debacle on Sunday and what the NBA can and will do about and a final score of 211 to 186? I think it's indicative of a bigger problem in that so many sports salaries, especially in the NBA, have grown and the revenue has grown exponentially due to factors that weren't in their control, just sort of how cable worked and how mm -hmm. content worked and all those things. And without boring anyone, that's going to change in the next five years, you know, with the trouble that local sports networks are having with the fact that the NBA's ratings have gone down pretty consistently over the last decade and now are sort of below where they were at COVID levels. And they're eventually going to have to pay for this. And I think it's indicative of just sort of a lack of understanding as to the importance of the actual product. And that will have an effect on the money that you make because it's not just the all-star game. It's the regular season, you know, on top of that. And I, I, I think from owners to players, there is going to be a financial reckoning eventually. Good. And we, we won't be able to point to just one thing. We won't be able to point to just load management or the all-star game or any of those things. But as many, you know, people say, well, it's just an all-star game. It was never that serious. But I, I think what they're forgetting is the NBA has very few opportunities over the entire season to really be a showcase of sports and show people what they're all about. And the All-Star game was typically their highest rated. The more people watch the NBA All-Star game than any other NBA game the entire year, this is one of the, you know, they have Christmas, they have this, and they have the finals. And if you're just sort of like, if you lost Christmas to the NFL this year, you're just sort of kissing this away and saying that it doesn't matter. Like, I just think it's it's bad for the sport. And and the, the whole idea with changing the format or, or giving them financial incentives sort of loses the, the, the purpose and the thread of the entire 
purpose of the sport is to compete, to yeah. win. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. yes. Yeah, that so- is the, the crux of it. What, what made, Spike, what made the in-season tournament, uh, what caused LeBron and the Pacers to compete at the in-season tournament that the NBA could possibly tap into for the All-Star game, you know, to create some sort of hospitable, competitive situation? I don't think you can create it in a fake way like they did it with the in-season tournament. And to be quite honest with you, unless they create they create incentive for fans to care about the in-season tournament, I don't think getting the players to play hard extra is either going to last or have much of an effect. I think you need sort of like a wave. We've spent too much time worrying about incentivizing the players. They're making, you know, yeah. $40 million. Some, they're all, even the, 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 the lowest guy is making a couple million dollars. Like, they're incentivized. I think you have to incentivize fans to care. And I think the only way that, they're, that they will care is if you have a combination of, A, the player's trying, but, B, there has to be some sort of um, result of what happens. Is there another draft pick? Is there – do you get to pick your playoff opponent? Do you, are you guaranteed yourself a playoff spot? Those sorts of things I think will event, eventually work with the in-season tournament. But in the end, it has to just be about winning. Championships in and of themselves don't have any value above being – that you won that you know what i mean like that's the whole point it's right. not it's not that the trophy is valuable it's not that you get paid more money it's that you get the you're the victor yeah, the, the you, get the, glory, you point, get the glory you, you know? get the glory yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. so I, I i just think that the nba thing i think there's a lot about that that you know the audience problem that they've had over the last few years that there's nothing they could do about you know there's more content than ever things have been splintered even sitcoms you know like 20 people the most popular sitcom now is not nearly as popular as it was 25 years ago. There's some things that they don't have control over, but the things that they do have control over, I think they're failing, and I think they're, they're going to be in trouble if they don't do something about it. Well, I'm glad to hear you think that because I've been on the mindset the money just keeps going up, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that. All right, Spike, let's, let's get to uh, the Sixers specifically and start with Joel. Um, what do you know about his rehab and the nature of his injury? What do you think? as it pertains to whether we're going to see Joel out there again this year and whether he'll be effective. I, unfortunately, my gut is we see what we have seen before. I think he, he will, as long as they don't tell him he can't, I think he will give it a go. We'll end up seeing him, what, like the last week of March. He'll play five or six games before the playoffs. And then we will have – this is – and by the way, this is no inside information. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of reading the, the tea leaves and, and looking at the situation and looking at historical precedent. And then we will have a, you know, a 75 or 80 percent Joel in the playoffs who may miss a game or two in the middle of a series. I think that's probably the most likely path. I hope – it would be great if he just comes back with the rest of his body – rested up and then knee healed and takes three weeks to ramp up. And it's the first playoffs we ever got of like a a hundred percent Embiid. I just don't think history or the injury itself gives us the, Mm. the indication that that is most likely, Mm. unfortunately. And if they, let's just say hypothetically, they had a full go hundred percent Embiid. How much could they realistically compete with Boston and Milwaukee anyway? I think they can. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I think Milwaukee, yeah, I, I think Milwaukee is a, an incredibly flawed team, um, mm. and I, I would uh, a healthy Sixers. I would put as a 50-50 shot of beating the Bucks. I think a healthy Sixers. I probably give a 30% chance of beating the Celtics. But as good as the Celtics have been in the regular season, yeah. they've been good in the regular season the last half decade. Uh, you know, I, yep. I think they would be beatable in the playoffs. So like, Spike, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. Oh, go, yeah. Uh, if we're talking. Uh, LeBron, a lot was made of, of LeBron and the indecisive nature of where he could be next season. Is it possible? Is it out of the realm of possibility that, that he could be a sixer and bring us exactly what we need for this team? I think it's out of the realm of possibility. I wouldn't want him even if it was. I just, I, it's exhausting, him being on your team. I, I just think it's, it's, it's like it's not a fun experience, and I just don't think. If you win a world championship because he's but, on your team and he provides the accountability that has been lacking, where's teaches, the accountability in Los Angeles? Well, I, you know, like he he's been there. He's in, been there five years. Him, they've, missed the, they, they've missed the playoffs twice. 
they'll probably be in the play-in again this year. They were in the play-in last year. The only championship they have is that nonsense that happened at Disney World. I, I just think, like, he is a great player who is on the back nine. And, and by the way, I don't think he has any desire to leave Los Angeles. I, you know, mm. the older you get, the less you want to move around the country. They, Batum didn't even want to come to Philadelphia. You know, he, he, the idea of moving again was not on his radar. I, don't, I know it sounds crazy. I don't think LeBron is in the period of his career where he's going to move all over the country trying to chase a championship. I think he'll stay in Los Angeles, and I think he will leak stories like this so everyone thinks about him being a winner and they he gets plenty of attention at the all-star game that nonsense he was when they asked him about it the all-star game he's like i had no i had no idea what was going on with the warriors i heard it about it like you did he's a, a liar um I, a i don't think he's going anywhere and b just like the idea of being a lebron franchise for two or three years as he passive aggressively blames the coach and every other player on his team i just i'm not ready for it all right spike last thing uh patrick beverly was not passive aggressive after he left the sixers and made some comments about the sixers about players or a player i want to play some audio for you and then i want you to decipher for us who is patrick beverly talking about here's what he said on his podcast the other day i was on the phone he's like yo what's the biggest difference i'm like everybody wants to win Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to win. It's not about stats. It's not about numbers here. It's not about who gets the ball. Everybody here wants to win. So he's talking about his early tenure with Milwaukee. Everybody wants to win, and that's different than what it was with him with the Sixers. Spike, who's he talking about? I think he's just trolling. He does it everywhere he goes. Like Patrick Beverly. It was a salacious quote, and when I first heard it, I'm like, ooh, is he talking about Joel? Is he talking about... Who's he talking? I don't think he's honestly talking about anybody. If you look at every team that Patrick Beverly has gone to, he has said the exact same thing. And I also think it's funny that he is talking about how badly the Milwaukee Bucks want to win while his coach is saying that they weren't trying very hard before the All-Star break because they were all in their minds were in Cabo. I uh, I just I I don't actually think he means anybody. To be quite honest with you, I think he's. He's, this is who he is. He did it when he got here. He'll do it with every team he plays with. I honestly wouldn't be shocked if, if Patrick Beverly was a sixer again next year. Like, that's wow. how, how little he, he means it. I, I don't think he actually means it. Spike, we look forward to hearing you in the afternoon uh, whenever that time comes. Thanks, pal. Great stuff, man. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is. Spike asking I love the LeBron hate because you don't yeah. get it that often. But when I heard LeBron say over the weekend that he, he doesn't want to know if he wants to do a farewell tour because – he doesn't really like to receive praise, and mm-hmm. he's a little humble. And I'm going, dude, you had a you had a national network show on the decision. That's okay? right, you did. You you had t- you know your your games were televised in high school. So let's not pretend that you don't. So like I'm, the I'm, I'm conflicted on this one. I'll say this: I mostly lean against where Spike was. So is it exhausting with LeBron? Yes. Is he a better player than Tobias Harris? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could he teach these guys how to win? <laughs> yeah, like, I think he could. I mean, like, He's, I, I wouldn't he close puts the his door. mind to something. Yeah. As we saw with the in-season tournament, he, it, his team was terrible. I won't close the door year. just because it's exhausting. He can lift the team. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I get what Spike's saying, but I, I got to be more open-minded. Cut to one year from now, Joe DeCamera complaining about something annoying LeBron did. Of course it Passive-aggressive, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean. But, He's the king of passive-aggressive. But James, if we do a Twitter poll question, who would you rather have in your team, LeBron James oh. or Tobias Harris? I mean, do we really need to do that poll? No, no. but there are not only two players in the no. NBA. But, yeah, if you, if you strike out on all of them, it, it, Kelly Oubre, he's our guy. Come on. By the way, speaking of polls, we have two different Twitter polls, both brought to us by Armin Chevrolet today. It's truck season in Armin. Available 2.9% financing for up to 72 months on all new light-duty Armin Silverados. Together, let's drive to ArminChevy.com. First poll question, should the NBA stop playing the NBA All-Star game? Should they just white flag it and say we're done? A, yes, B, no. The, the NFL did. They white flagged it. Now they have that ridiculous whatever that thing is, but it's not like a real game. Should the NBA just stop playing the game? Second poll question, uh, do you think John Middleton will give Bryce Harper a contract extension in the next few years? Yes or no? If you missed it, something today in Scott Lauber's piece in the Philadelphia Inquirer reads as follows. It's a John Middleton quote on the matter. Here is what the Phillies owner said. Is the quote, I want Bryce to retire as a Philly. I frankly expect him to retire as a Philly. I'm hoping for that, and I think we'll work something out. I don't know when that'll be, and I don't know what it'll be, 
but I think there's two people that want it to work and will find a way. Let's go to the phones. What's your reaction? John Middleton saying that. Bryce Harper's desire for more money. TC in Philadelphia right now. Good morning, TC. Hey, good morning, guys. First time, long time. Thank you, TC. Yeah, welcome aboard. Yeah, brother. I just want to talk about Bryce. Love him. Definitely a gamer, you know, followed him through his career. You know, and I wasn't listening to those. But has anybody brought up the fact that, like, all those years in Washington, that, like, as soon as he leaves, they finally win a World Series? Yeah, like, it's come up. The Expos franchise. I know. I mean, I lo- you know. But I don't put, money- you know what, TC? It's like saying Tennessee finally won when Peyton Manning graduated. Well, it's true, but it doesn't mean it was Peyton Manning's fault. It doesn't mean it was Bryce Harper's fault. I mean, sometimes that's just what happens. Sometimes some guys just have that on them that they can't get past. And I know he wants to get past. And hopefully he does. And hopefully he does in Philly. You know? Look, TC, I'll say this. I think your argument there, presenting that, would hold a lot more weight if Bryson, his two postseasons with the Phillies, was batting, you know, 150 or 200. He has been a – I mean, he has been a rock star in the postseason. This guy is unbelievable. Yeah, it, hold, it holds no it holds no water to me. None. Zero. Yeah. Now, I like I to put you. that on Tiki Barber when he left the Giants because I'm not a Tiki Barber guy, so, you know, that that, that one I, I vibe with. But the others I don't vibe with. All right. All right. TC, give me an answer here, my man. Like the NBA All-Star game was a farce on Sunday. Who or what is a farce? How about them Kardashians? You know, that's a good answer right there. That's a very strong answer. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> The Kardashians, that works right. for me. Let's get to Mike. He's calling from uh, Runnymede. Hi, Mike. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, good to call in, in in the morning now with you guys instead of uh, the uh, afternoon. Thanks, but I Mike. just want to talk about Bryce. Um, you know, like, I get it if we're arguing, like, in the NFL, you know, we got to keep a budget. Uh, you got to pay players a certain amount of money. Um, but with the MLB, it's not our money. And, like, who cares if there's no, if there's no budget? You know, like, just, like, pay the guy, make him happy, and then, you know, you still will be able to sign free agents next year, the year after, the year after that, because there's no budget. Is it good business, Mike? It doesn't matter if it's good business. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it doesn't matter. There's, there's no budget. Free money. And- well, right, Mike, yeah. let me, okay, so let me present this argument to you where I disagree. I get your point. No salary cap. I know what you're saying. But know this. The Phillies do have a budget. They got a limit that they want to spend near. I can't tell you what it is, but I know this. They don't want it to be an indefinite amount of spending. I mean, if it was, you'd get every player your heart desires, and they don't. So knowing that knowing that they do have to work within the Phillies budget, which, by the way, is a massive budget. Let's not act like this is the freaking Pirates budget, okay? It's yeah. a damn big budget. It's top five in we baseball. We should feel so fortunate and I do, And I do budget. feel fortunate. But, yes. it, but, Mike, it is a budget. So, yeah, no, yeah. you know, yeah, like right. you, you can't lose sight of that because but you don't want to lose. You don't want to lose Wheeler or whatever, or the guy. And I know no one's thinking right now about 2032. Okay. But Mike, hopefully you're alive in 2032. Hopefully I'm alive. And hopefully they don't lose out on a guy in 2032 because they commit an extra $70 million to Bryce Harper. But the, the thing is with that too, is like if John Middleton, the guy whose money it physically is, is willing to pay that, and I'm sure there's somebody telling them, like, hey, John, if you make this contract, if you pay Bryce this, then it might lead to you not being able to get a guy here or there, you know, and, or you having to pay more money to get that guy because of uh, the tax and stuff, that, and he's still okay with it, then who cares? <laughs> All right, Mike, give me who or what's a farce. Uh, the NBA officiating or the NFL officiating. I hate them both. All right, officiating. Oh, yeah, officiating in both sports. Fair enough. Are, are we giving them both sports, John? I guess so, right? Sure. So which one's worse, baseball or football? Ooh. NFL just stands out more because I think there's less, you know, there's more time for the replays. Yeah, it's harder, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's oh, harder, yeah. but I think it's harder. worse. Yeah. The NFL. Yeah, it's a lot of guys to look at, though, man. You got a, 22 guys. John, well, the, I'm not saying it's the, it's not, it's harder, but it, as a result, it's worse. Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably worse. I, I agree with that. All right, let's listen to Bryce Harper talk. He's in a lot about the contract, but let's not lose sight about what he um, about what he said on you know essentially the Phillies are running it back last year if you remember they added Trey Turner this year now they've added Wit but it's not like a ton of change here's Bryce showing up to to spring training the other day.
talking about the Phils coming back mostly with the same team. Yeah, I mean, I think the year before we did the same thing, right? They just didn't you know, win enough games. So I think that's that's the big thing. We got to win more games and understand that uh, you know this is this is a window that we we got to win in, and uh, you know, our ownership deserves that, our fans deserve that, uh, Dombrowski deserves that as well, and we do too. So. Um, we got to go out there and play our game and uh, play Philly baseball, and you know we'll see what happens. I like how he just casually refers to Dombrowski as Dombrowski. Like, there's no Dave. Like, I'm going to start calling like our our boss around here, Rod Lakin. Should I just start calling him Lakin? Lakin. I was talking it, it to Lakin very, the other day. Yeah, it's a very locker room esque <laughs> type reference. Talking to Lakin. Yeah. You know. Now, it, look, it's I'm glad this team's back. They they got a heck of a squad, and and hopefully go get them. Uh, Schwerber also talk is part Nola, of the Nola deal is is like low key. It, it, it it's a lot feels, of money though. It's it won, a big won signing. That, that low it, it's a big signing, but it feels low key as a big signing because it's Aaron Nola. Because well, he was also already it's here. It's less the, flashy because yeah. yeah, it's not a new face. That's right. Well, but it Phillies is a have, lot of money for Philly, a really good pitcher. The Phillies have still spent the second most of any team in baseball yeah. this offseason. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers, then the Phillies, just because of the Nola contract. And you're talking about total contract. Total all money, the money spent this offseason, the Phillies are second. Interesting. Here's Kyle Schwarber. Look, we know the deal. It was a, a very disappointing end to what otherwise was a great October, but a crash and burn there at the end. Here's Schwarber on his mindset and the team's mindset after the way it ended last year. It's disappointing. It was all, it's always going to be disappointing. You know, um, you know, we were in a really good spot last year, and we just weren't able to get it done. And I think the positive thing, though, is that you use that 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 fuel, that motivation, that hurt to push yourself to be even better. And uh, you know, I think that that'll be a really common thing. You'll see guys walk around a camp with an edge and an attitude that they're going to be ready to go from from day one and and try to uh, get back to that spot and try to finish it off and try to finish off the next step. It's the right mentality. It's the right look. You guys know my position. I don't think it makes any difference. I, I don't think they they win this year because they're extra motivated. I mean, they were motivated last year. They're a bunch of motivated athletes. You know, when, when Bryce Harper hit that ball that went to the warning track, was that, James, was that his last at-bat of the season? I believe It was either his last or second to last. Yeah. It was one of the last. Like, two. you know my theory. He did not hit a homer because he wasn't motivated. He just missed the ball by a centimeter from going out to be a home run. But maybe if he had been just a centimeter more motivated, <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> James, you know I think that is a garbage opinion. And I know you're kind of joking. All right, let's get to John and Maniunk. An awful lot to react to, including the NBA All-Star game and everything. John, what's going on, pal? What's up, dude? You know what? I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I agree with what Ben Davis was saying a few days ago on your show. You know, the only diff- the only thing that was wrong with our team in the playoffs last year was that at the very end there, Rojas got a little exposed. You know, and we just replaced him with Whit Merrifield, who's a professional hitter who won't get exposed in the spot like that. So we were a couple blown well, states that away from and- getting to the World Series. But, John, uh-huh. that and – what was said? Matter of fact, let's play the audio of Rob Thompson because John, the other big thing was the Kimbrel thing. Let's listen to Rob Thompson. I want you to hear this if you haven't heard it yet, and everyone if you haven't heard it yet. Here's Rob Thompson the other day talking to Howard on Saturday. I did not like this answer. Listen to this, John. Then you can react. How much yeah. do you think about what happened in that playoff series? One that the Phillies were obviously expected to win. Yeah, I, th- I thought about it a lot actually over the course of the winter and and you know you go th- back through your decision making and, and the processes and and try to improve on that and uh, I know the the Kimbrel situation um, using him in what was it game five or game four I guess mm-hmm. games three and four um, that's been a big issue but if you look at, at Kimbrel's numbers in September he, I think he threw 12 innings and tw- had 12 appearances gave up two runs the first four outings in the playoffs didn't give up a run. And then games three and four, you know, it got away from us. But um, but I'd, I'd, that one I'd do again. I really would. Because, I, you know, you don't – one game doesn't necessarily mean it's a trend. Um, and I, had a lot, I still had a lot of confidence in him. And, and Craig did a really good job for us last year. So that was one decision that um, I'd, I'd probably do the same thing. No, I don't like that. John, go ahead. I don't like see, that at see. all. See, you know me though, Joe. Like I, I agree with you ninety nine percent of the time. The only thing I, I kind of agree with him. Like, like he was making ten million bucks. He's the fourth, the fourth leading uh, all time. But he was cooked. He was cooked. I know. By the I, end I of the year, it. it just wasn't it, there I, anymore, John. Like, like it, when he was get he he was creating more problems than he was solving, and then usually he could get out of them. It was just like it, you could tell, you could feel it coming to like uh, this awful, awful. 
uh, ending. It, it, he was just getting by the by the skin of his teeth. Yeah, it was time gone. after time it, on the mound. It, it was obviously the bad call. I mean, didn't obviously feel it didn't work out. But uh, honestly, him going back to his ten million dollar closer and saying, "Do you want to you want to make up for yesterday?" Like, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't think. But my point is though, the only I mean, well, he's off the team. Thank God. And I think Merrifield's in. So we were we we, we didn't need to add much more. We're already good enough. So I, I'm actually really excited for the Phillies team. The only thing as far as uh, your other question here, what's something that's lame or farce? Yeah. First of all, that NBA All-Star game is horrendous. It's just so bad. Yep. Um, but but uh, all the various forms of sensitivity training. Like, we have to send these people to these people. We know they're scumbags. And we know that's not they're not going to learn anything, but we do it anyway. And we all just kind of go through the motions. And I, I, I don't think Tiger Woods learned anything with his uh, – his little, his, his sense. Right, right, let me ask you a question. It's funny. You, it's so funny you say Tiger, John, because when you were saying training, I thought of Tiger. Yes or no, John? Tiger Woods is a sex addict and it causes him a problem, or he just claimed to be a sex addict to come off as sympathetic. I think he was just Derek Jeter, but married, which is unfortunate. You know what I mean? Like, he can, no one cares when you're doing that. Uh, you know, you can send gift baskets to all the Max and models like Jeter did. Never think it's cool. But, you know, he just shouldn't, he shouldn't have got married first. But, you know, it is what it is. All I right, John. Good call, buddy. Always good to hear from you. Coming up, uh, Whit Mary. What do you think, Joe? I think Tiger Woods is not a sex addict. I think he just liked cheating, and he claimed sex addict. Right. Do you think that gained him a lot of sympathy? No, but I think... I don't think it gained him an iota. No, but when you go to therapy, sometimes it can. And I don't think it did in this case, but it can sometimes. 215-592-9494. How are you an expert on sex addiction? All right, John, knock it off. Wow. Just knock it off. That's where there's that line, and then sometimes John steps over that line. Or just, like, blast right through it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.